As we come into the end of the first week of Lent, the readings today remind us of, uh, you know, um, that Lent is a time of reconciliation, and reconciliation is both ways, to be reconciled with God and also to be reconciled with our brothers and sisters. In the first reading, the prophecy of Ezekiel tells us of the richness of God's mercy. You know, it doesn't so much matter how far we've been good or even, yeah, what we've been doing in the past. But in this moment, where am I with God? And to make things right with him. Remember, in his letter to Ephesians, Paul tells us, the word of God tells us that uh, God is rich in mercy. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. And because of the richness of his mercy, he continually invites us to experience uh, his mercy and grace. And Lent, as we know, is a time of grace. And all through the scripture, especially in the New Testament, in the life of Christ, we see the richness of God's mercy that overflows to all of us. In John chapter 4 and 8, you read the story of... Uh, the Samaritan woman in chapter 4, and in 8, you read the woman caught in adultery. In all of this, it is the desire of God that we be reconciled to him and also be reconciled to one another. Of course, you all know the famous story of the prodigal uh, son, which I like to call the prodigal father because it is full of generosity and mercy of God. So the prophecy of Ezekiel this morning tells us, especially chapter, uh, verse 23, as I live, says the Lord, I do not desire the death of a wicked person, but rather let him and let her turn away from their evil way and live. Same you see in the same Ezekiel 33, verse 11, that it is never the desire of God that we perish or die in our sins or wickedness but rather to turn away. So this lent us, you know, is a moment of that turning away, a period of conversion, of metanoia, of coming back just like the prodigal son to return back to him. And he will always open wide his arm to welcome us back home. That is on the aspect of we turning back to God. On the other side of the coin, the reading tells us the gospel to also be reconciled to one another. In the penitential rite, you heard that the Lord has come to reconcile us to one another. So as I receive the mercy and reconciliation from God, I am also challenged and mandated a kind of to also offer the same forgiveness, the same reconciliation to others. The Psalm this morning tells us, Psalm 130, if the Lord is to mark our iniquities, none of, nobody, none of us can make it. But with him is kindness, with him is fullness of redemption. So since he does not count our iniquities against us, he invites us to also open our hearts to offer the same reconciliation to others. For it will not make any sense that I stand here saying my celebrating when I have anything against anybody. So it is a kind of myself blocking the flow of God's love, the flow of God's mercy, even in my own life. 
But if I'm able to receive the reconciliation Christ has brought to me, then I'm able to offer the same reconciliation to others. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, as we pray always in the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, forgive us our trespasses so we are able to forgive others. We ask him to give us that grace as we celebrate the Eucharist. Although being human, it is sometimes difficult to offer that total forgiveness to others, but he assures us of the grace and mercy to be able to get to that level that we let go and forgive others. And it, if it becomes so hard for us to do, we can always look up there on the course to see how Christ, you know, what justice is or injustice is. And if you have time when you get home, you can also read the prophecy of Isaiah 53, the suffering servant, 53 from verse 1 to 12. There you see uh, he was despised, rejected, a man of sorrow, and uh, he was struck and all of that. And yet, like a lamb to the slaughterhouse, he did not visit and he did not say anything. So he bore everything quietly. So we can imitate that virtue from Christ, learning to bear patiently whatever it is so we are able to enjoy the fullness of grace, the fullness of reconciliation that he has come to offer us. Remember, even at the end of his life, there on the cross, he prayed, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. So if he's able to do that, he invites us to do the same also. You read that in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 23, verse 34. And today we continue to pray, since the Lord does not count our iniquities against us, to give us that grace, that strength, to be able to offer the same forgiveness, the same reconciliation to others, so that we are able to always offer him a perfect contrite sacrifice each time we come to the altar. May God bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen.